There are a few big things and a million little things that can make one self-directed IRA custodian better or worse than another. But there's one thing that makes an IRA company bad for anybody. And I'll tell you what that is right now. I am Brian Ellis. This is episode number 297. It's time. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting worldwide from selfdirected.org Central Command. Located far from the corruption of Wall Street and Washington, you're listening to Self-Directed Investing with your host and the voice of the Self-Directed Investor Revolution, Brian Ellis. Hello, Self-Directed Investor Nation. Welcome to the broadcast of record for savvy, self-directed investors like you, where in each episode, I help you to find understand and profit from exceptional alternative investment opportunities. This show is sponsored by the highly respected Self-Directed Investor Society, America's leading private association for affluent investors using self-directed IRAs, solo 401ks, and other such powerful tools for the creative financial mind. To learn more about SDI Society and to see if it may be a good fit for you, visit selfdirected.org. Now, I'd like to start the show by thanking your fellow listener, known on iTunes as Gnarly Noel, who left a five-star rating for this show and a very nice comment, too. He described this show as fair and balanced and said, even though I don't share political opinions with Brian, the information he gives you is all about investing and sometimes political situations dictate that. I love that his episodes are only eight minutes long. Gnarly Noel, man. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. I'm so grateful. You took a moment to stop by at iTunes and say such kind things about this show. You've helped us tremendously, and I'm sincerely grateful to you. Okay, my friends, in the last exciting episode of Self-Directed Investor Talk, we looked at the role of your self-directed IRA custodian and examined some of the things that you should and should not expect from them. One of those things was, was to expect that your IRA company will be willing and able to help you should you decide to transfer your account to another company. Well, the IRA company we were examining yesterday, whose name I did not mention, but who I won't recommend that anyone use for your IRA business if we ever speak privately, well, they refused to serve that basic purpose for one of their clients for wholly illegitimate, selfish, and short-sighted reasons. Except that the victimized IRA owner found a creative solution, legal action would have been wholly justified in that case. That is until I saw the terms of service for this particular company concerning litigation. I was bowled over completely, and that leads us to the topic of today's discussion. And this is a characteristic you should look for in any IRA account service agreement, and if you find it, run the other way. Hey, by the way, folks, this is episode number 297. That means you can participate in the show either by telephone at toll-free, 833-SDI-TALK, by email at feedback at sditalk.com, or best of all, Visit sditalk.com slash 297 for today's show page and discussion area. All right, so like all financial companies, the IRA company in question has a customer account agreement that spells out the terms of the customer's relationship with them. I realize that nearly nobody ever reads these things, but today's revelation will make you want to take better care. Here's the gist of it. This particular IRA provider has a contract clause that stipulates how legal disputes are to be settled, as is true for nearly all contracts of any type. But... It's the specific terms of this clause that are so unsettling. In the event of legal action against this company connected to a client account, their contract obligates that client 
to pay for all legal expenses encountered by the IRA provider. Hmm. But that's not all. The client also must authorize the IRA provider to sell assets and withdraw funds from the client's account to pay those fees. But that's not all. Even though the client is obligated to pay for the IRA company's legal expenses, the IRA company gets to select any lawyer and legal service they want regardless of how much money it costs the client. And that's still not all. This is all true regardless of whether the IRA company wins or loses the dispute. All of these obligations still apply. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? I can't. It's, it's astounding. So that leads me to something you should always look at closely before selecting an IRA provider. If their dispute resolutions are so one-sided as to be jaw-droppingly ridiculous, then you should go nowhere near such a company. And if you already do business with such a company now, you should get away as quickly as possible. Remember, they put that there for a reason. The reason is to do everything possible to dissuade you from taking legal action against them. But if that's the right thing to do, God forbid, you need to have that option without automatically destroying your entire retirement savings account. That's all for today, my friends. Now, look, if you enjoy this show, please do like Gnarly Noel did and stop by over at iTunes and give us a five-star rating and review. I'd really appreciate it. And remember, invest wisely today and live well forever. That's all for now, but your training is far from over. Go right now to selfdirected.org freedom to download your complimentary guide that shows how to break your investment capital free from Wall Street's corruption and Washington's propaganda. And you'll also get instant access to hundreds more episodes of this show at no cost to you. Send your questions, comments, and speaking inquiries for Brian to feedback at selfdirected.org. And don't even think about relying on what you've just heard as legal or professional advice, because it's not that. And you know it. Copyright 2017, SDIIP Trust, all rights reserved.